Welcome back to the Boys and Bullets podcast. We down here. We're back in the barbershop. Both of us. Face to face. Yes. In Technicolor. In, in Technicolor. <laughs> that, what kind of accent was that? I don't know. I've been trying different That's accents. It's like a Canadian accent. You were gone and in I tried. Technicolor, eh? <laughs> it's funny when I um, read stories to Nora. Do you use different voices? I use different voices. You gotta do the voices. It's all about the voices. It's all about the voices. Otherwise, what's the point? She doesn't like it though. She goes, "Daddy, do the do your double voice." I'm like, "Yeah, but I I would like to, I like to do the British accent sometimes. I like to spice it up a little. I like to spice it up. I do an Australian accent. You do an Australian accent? Yeah, when I'm reading um, Peppa Pig. Oh, is it is that an Australian pig? I don't know. I just do it in Australian <laughs> accent. I always do. Jesus. I always have. Oh my God. <laughs> Peppa Pig is actually a Mexican pig. Anyway, deep, deep lore, <laughs> deep cuts. Eleven, Jeff. What happened? You know what? Do you, here, okay, here's your. Do you want me to thing. give the summary of week eleven? Yeah, you can give me the summary of week eleven. But week eleven happened so long ago. Week and eleven then we get lost in the international hole of international been a, break. It's just been just a forget. fever dream since. It has been. So what happened with week eleven? Week eleven, there was a lot of things happening. Not so much in the shakeup of the table. Chelsea stayed on top. City, I think, moved up to second. Or I don't know. Liverpool lost. To West Ham, which, you know, West Ham's overachieving, I still think. that, But they played well. They got a couple second-half goals and won 3-2 or 3-1 to one or whatever it was. Uh, I, You know, Arsenal is continuing to win. win the, I I still think they're winning the games they should win. I think they beat Watford, right? They beat happened? Watford. Wow. Slow, you want to you slow clap them? I mean, they should win those games, and they do. They won the games. So... Normally during international breaks, we have two weeks, and normally we do a pod at the first week and then the second week, and then we're right back into the prem on that weekend. But this week we didn't. I was abroad. We also just decided to take a break. And John Sharmer texted me. He's like, where's my content? Because he wants us to praise Arsenal. And I think Arsenal actually played really well. Arsenal probably should have scored three or four goals against Watford. But as you say, they should get those points. Arsenal, however, is playing get well. They're actually points. in some of the best form right now of teams in the Premier League. They're ahead of Manchester United. They're ahead of Tottenham. They're ahead of Leicester, Everton. I say they're doing pretty well. Look at look. I'm not. I'm not going to slander Arsenal. I I rarely slander Arsenal. Okay. R- you you rarely slander Arsenal. As a Spurs fan, I would call what I. <laughs> I am the most unbiased. You act like Spurs fans. They wake up every morning, <laughs> and they just like yell like "fuck Arsenal" out their windows, and then they go on with their lives. Yeah, basically, I don't do that though. Oh, uh, you don't do that? No, no, but. I what I wanted to say is that I hold reserve my judgment for any team except for maybe you know obviously Norwich who are just piss poor till after the holiday. You gotta that's, make it. You gotta wait. You through, gotta, gotta February first. That's for yes. Because then you made it through okay. the holiday and then you made it through January. January. Yep. If you make it February between February and March is normally historically where Arsenal would essentially shit the bed because they would get knocked out of the Champions League out of the round of sixteen in like the last 10 to 15 years when they were in the Champions League. And then they would have so many injuries that they wouldn't be able to possibly touch the title. And then they would just be holding on to the thing that I guess they win the most, which is the FA Cup. And they do have they do have a historical dominance on that. I was wrong about that. I said they didn't, but they're very dominant in that in that in that competition. So, by February 1st, is Arsenal still sitting in 5th? No. I think they're probably somewhere around 7th and 8th. I think Leicester are going to pick it up. United's definitely going to have to pick it up. And now that Tottenham's playing a 3-5-2, I mean, they're basically going to win the Champions League even though they're not even in the competition. Conte uh, was appointed. We know that. 
I think that would happen before the that happened break. before. Yeah, once again, yeah, the international I mean, break is such a January first. There's a there is a transfer window that opens, and there's rumors that Spurs will get Vlavic from Florentine, Fiorentina. That would be a huge get. I still think they're gonna probably buy him and then have to sell Kane because Levy wouldn't just buy a player for sixty five million and not sell a player. But he's uh, not selling Kane, Joe. I will eat my words, but he's not going to sell one of the most high-profile players in the January. Speaking of Harry Kane, everyone's favorite <laughs> punching bag who's not a Spurs fan, even English people who should be rooting for him but now say he's just padding his stats, versus teams like San Marino, which in which he scored four goals. The 10-0 drubbing uh, England had over San Marino. And this is a nice organic flow. Do you like into, that? That was nice. Us talking about that I really think... Well, we talked about this the other night. We have to rethink how we could do World Cup qualifying. Oh my God, it's brutal. I just wanted to. I want us to redo it. It's it's honestly the most mishmash, hodgepodge. Uh, nobody knows what's happening. It's every seems like every like uh, continent has their own way of qualifying, and it's just bizarre. Like the octagonal, they got the UEFA like. With the playoffs and three teams make it, and I don't know, it's brutal. But, like, so a bunch of teams in UEFA have already qualified. Uh, the standards, you know, like England and uh, Belgium and Germany, France, they've all qualified. But Portugal, you know, screwed the pooch in their group with Serbia, and Serbia qualified over Portugal. Now, Portugal has to go play a playoff, a two game playoff. Uh, with teams like Sweden and Russia and Finland Poland. and Poland and a bunch of decent, you know, decent second tier teams basically in UEFA where it's a crapshoot, right? Uh, Italy's in that too. Italy too. Even though they yeah. just won the Euros, they yeah. they might not make the they might they shat the bed and they may not make the World Cup for the second time in a row, which would be that'd be so, tough. So for those teams that have to play in that two-game playoff. Uh, essentially, they they play a a semifinal and a final play-in, and then three teams make it. So it goes from twelve teams, twelve teams in one game. Then they cut down to six. Yep. They one more game. And they cut down to three. Yeah. And those three it. teams will make. Does the fourth team that finishes the highest? Do they have a playoff with another? Or are they just no? That's out. The thing is, it all comes down to the draw, and the draw is on November twenty-sixth. We'll see how those teams uh, get hold and draw and i think it probably comes down to how they finish in their group and maybe their uh world rankings but either way i mean italy could draw in a group with uh not even a group they could just draw portugal yeah they could just draw portugal Portugal. italy could just draw uh, russia it's a one and done right yeah it's like a one and done and it's probably goes to uh, extra time in pks i'm sure it's that's the situation so you know my my prediction is it's going to be italy portugal Probably Russia. That's probably my three. Sweden's in there. I like Sweden. Sweden's good. Sweden's good. Poland, Poland's pretty good. They got Lewandowski. They got so. Lewandowski and Buxa from the from the Revs. It, it, I mean, it's all a crapshoot. Having to win two, just knowing straight up you have to win two soccer games, it's just really tough. And you got to play, I mean, you got to play two more games too. Like every, all the other teams have qualified. They played, what, they played 10 games? I think that's right. Yeah, and now they have to play two more. That's That's always crappy. And then... In the octagonal, there's all these. You got you to play 14 games. We saw the U.S. draw uh, today against Jamaica. I, after I, beating Mexico. After beating Mexico, I thought. I mean, Jamaica's. You go look at their team. It's a bunch of MLS players. 
and Mikel Antonio. And so they, they have some decent players. They got a couple players from the championship, uh, English championship. So on paper, they look, they're a little bit better than pe- people would think, but it, it seems it's like a Jekyll and Hyde team. They go out and they play really well against Mexico. And then they just kind of shit the bed against Jamaica. And I thought they looked fairly conservative. I, I just felt like they didn't want to lose that game. Uh, weren't, uh, Pulisic didn't start. He came on the 60th minute, 63rd minute, or something. Uh, immediately made an impact. I mean, he's get he he goes direct at players and gets fouled, and that's like I think is some of his biggest contribution. But I, I do think their set piece play is poor, very poor. Their corners and and free kicks are just poor. They're not a good set piece team right now. Probably on both sides of the ball, yeah. they don't defend well. They don't defend well on set pieces. But to be fair with the Jamaica game, they had eighty two percent possession from what I can see it and what I'm looking at here. That is freakish. Jamaica basically they got one and it was just and, and Mikel Antonio Mikel Antonio worldly. Yeah. And once they got that, they're like, All right, we're gonna get a point away from the US, the leaders of the qualifying group, we're just gonna hold on. Because right now they're not in the top three direct qualifiers. I think they're getting close to the fourth plan. But you don't want to be in the plan. You want to just direct qualify. But I just don't see a way in the top three. It's not the US and then Mexico or Canada, or then Canada and Mexico. I think the U.S. will still finish in the top. But I do worry that we play down to our competition. We play to our competition. So when we play Mexico, we balled hard. But then when we play Jamaica, we just got to get it done. You got you to find another goal. Yeah, you just got to score. You got to just take a guy in the box and get fouled. And then you get a PK, and then you go through. That's why I don't think Berhalter really knows what he's doing. He just kind of... Well, the, the tough thing with Berhalter was he beat Mexico 2 nothing. We had the Dosa Cero, which everyone needs to have. At home. And then everyone kind of like, I don't hear anything about Berhalter. I don't hear anything about firing him. And we tie today, we're going to hear more stuff. So it's like nothing has really changed with the team. He still probably needs to move on. But I don't think U.S. soccer is going to move him on if they finish first in the group, which I do still believe that they will do. Which sucks. Because then they're going to be in a kind of weird conundrum because we're going to have qualified by like March of next year. And then there's still almost nine months until the World Cup because it's next December. Right, which is plenty of time to bring in a new coach to implement a new system to have that coach make sure that we play exceedingly competitive international friendlies all the way up into the World Cup, especially this summer, and have the guys in camp and have them, you know, really working on whatever formation they're going to do, whatever they're going to do. We need a coach. This is the most time we've ever had in a World Cup to get ready. We need a coach that has coached European talent and knows how to coach those guys as opposed to. MLS guys, honestly. I really want to see Jesse Marsh. I want yeah, him to leave Jesse Marsh would be great. the Red Bulls at the end of the season, and I want him to say, I mean, okay, he, got, he might get fired. Oh, he might get fired, <laughs> too. But I mean, they're, 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 they didn't move on. They're moving on, the, I think, to the Europa League. They are moving on to the Europa League. But I just think I would love to see him say, hey, I'm going to take a year and take the six months after the World Cup and just sign like a two-year contract as U.S. men's coach and just try to do it. He's been coaching talent in Germany, and he's class. Yep. He's class. And Agreed. I just think he's actually the perfect hybrid of a coach that I think maybe we need if we can't go out. Because I wanted them to get Antonio Conte, obviously, before Spurs picked up Conte. But we'll see what happens. However, if Italy doesn't make it, maybe we can get Mancini, because he will get fired if he doesn't make the World Cup after winning the Euros the way they did. But we'll see. It's all up to play for. I will say a World Cup without Ronaldo would be kind of weird. But at the same time, Portugal always play these games. They always qualify late, and then they get thrown in the group of death because their FIFA ranking is so low and their World Cup qualifying ranking is so low, and then they get boned. We are going to have to prepare ourselves for a World Cup without Ronaldo and Messi. I mean, they are getting older. We got to we gotta move on. It's dark. It's dark, but 
You can't just be living in the nostalgia dreams forever. Jeff, let's live in nostalgia. It's just nostalgia. It's all we this nostalgia society. That's it. That is that is society. Yeah, we just love to live in this nostalgia. We can play higher highlight reels of Ronaldo. Remember in high school, we scored that goal. Remember when uh the worldie happened? When Ronaldo scored like twelve worldies, what game? Remember that? Remember when Ronaldo scored three PKs against San Marino, and everyone said goat. That's what I also feel like. I'm like, go qualify in Bolivia and La Paz when you're two miles up and you're and there's like horrible air quality around. Yeah. Why don't you go play there? When Bolivia beat Argentina in 2014, qualifiers are, I believe six to one. Yeah, I mean like England England gets to play like freaking Andorra and yeah, and they San play Marino. on these nice like pro turf the best, fields and the they best just roast them. Meme I saw on I think it was I don't know I think it was like TikTok or something. It was like somebody who was like, I went to see to look at. England's qualifying group, and it has like him mouse over each team, and then he there, there's a link to each you know national team, and then he goes on San Marino. They don't even have a link. They don't even have a link to their national team. That's how they have a website. They don't even have a website, bruh. We have a website, bruh. <laughs> Poisonballs.com. We got swag and other stuff. Check it out. But seriously, like these teams <laughs> are a joke. Ten nothing. I mean, do San Marino is literally like a pro team? playing that town wherever it's located their best high school team san marino there's like literally like fifty thousand people i think it's not even it's like italy playing the vatican because that's actually its own sovereign country you said something interesting uh yesterday or the day before it was like why don't the fifa why don't world cup just be the top 32 teams that so that's what that's so, so so jeff and i were talking about, i'm like dude name me and i, and I said i want to add eight because i want to add a little so if i make it 40 and then the top eight or the, the bottom ten play off, and then you end up with 32, so that way they start. But there's like a pre-tournament tournament to play in. But you're still going to the World Cup, but like you're not, you haven't been drawn into a bracket yet. And then you actually do the, the, the groupings in real time, like a week before, not like way before. So you have 40. You just take your top 40 in the world. But before the World Cup, you set up to you have teams like Germany will play Costa Rica. Brazil will play Holland. Yeah, and they're not the like US gets to play Japan. They're not so friendlies. They're games. They're actually yeah, they're no more no more of these friendly games. If you're gonna take players, you're gonna fly them around the world and expose them to variants of COVID, it should be worth something. There should be some stones behind it. So, you know, South Korea goes and plays Colombia. But you basically play a bunch of teams from all the other different qualifying groups from Oceania, from Europe, from South America, from Central America and Africa. And you basically have to play a certain amount of teams over the years between the World Cup, and then that influences your ranking. And if you have amateur games, you can also have friendly games too, and then that will count. Then you have the Gold Cup, the Euro Cup, the Copa America. All of those things also influence your ranking. And then at the end of that, six months for the World Cup, the top 40 go. That's it. Because that way, I can see Germany finally play Panama and Panama City, and I can say all the people, oh, it's, not, it's easy to play in Panama. Come on, the U.S. should do it. No, fucking not. It's uh-huh. 96 degrees and they're playing at in a night cage. in 96 degrees humidity. You're playing in a cage, and the night before outside the hotel, people are literally lighting fireworks off and playing reggaeton all night. And then you go out and you play on this field, which is like a dog shit field. And they let the grass grow, and they let the whole thing divot up, and they're all wearing you know their long cleats, and they know that they're just trying to play for a tie. Whereas Germany goes and plays San Marino on this nice turf field. It's like 70 degrees on the Mediterranean, super nice, and they just it's a drubbing. If you play on shitty fields, or if you play in La Paz, like I want to see, I want to see Holland go play in La Paz, where it's two miles up, where literally it's impossible to play. 
that's what I'd love to see. I think that would actually give us the best FIFA ranking and allow us to see who are the teams that should be in the World Cup. Sure. I, I, it would, I don't, it would, I don't for me, it you. would be more like a Mortal Kombat situation. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. I I, I think the qual- the disparity in qualification uh, standards between different nations is like it doesn't even it's, it's not level playing field it's for night like, and day it's yeah. night and day and Th- there has to be var there has to be var if there's gonna be var the world cup you have to have var because i was watching the game between ghana and south africa today and south africa got a penalty like late in the game and i think it's gonna mess up ghana's qualification or maybe i've gone yeah. in south it, africa but south africa got a penalty south, south africa got a penalty and ghana scored and now south africa is appealing it because it was bullshit. It was bullshit. It was it literal bullshit. Pen, if you had VAR, it would be taken away. So I think it's crazy that Europeans will have VAR, but then CONCACAP doesn't have VAR. Like, everyone has VAR, no one has VAR. If there's going to be VAR at the World Cup, though, then everyone should have VAR. And unless they can have VAR at their stadiums, then they can't host. A, that's like a cutoff. Yeah. It's because otherwise, you're, you're literally, then you're going to go to the World Cup and have to play literally a different set of rules. So much stuff has happened in the CONCACAP that I'm like, dude, that's a red, but they can't go back and review it. You can't it. look at it. There just has to be more, yeah. There has to be more of an even playing field, and I, and I, that's a plant pun. And Thank and you. it's a nice, it's a nice pun. It's a nice pun. Yes, but, yes, but it's yes. like if Concacaf and Comebol and the Africa, if they can't get it together because literally the federations don't have enough money, and we're actually talking about like, you know, income and wealth inequality and like poverty and shit like that, then that's fine. Then that means Europe though they shouldn't use VAR either. If there's more teams that can't afford it, then Europe, you don't get to use VAR right, either. Right, because they're qualifying for a tournament that everybody's supposed to go play in. Yeah, like, that what? uses VAR. That uses VAR. This doesn't make any sense. That this I well, I did the last World Cup use VAR. I don't know if the last World Cup. The last World Cup didn't, but I think this one is this going one to. This one will, yeah. So you have to play under the conditions in which you're going to go compete at. Anyways, I do think FIFA needs to redo it. I'm glad that all 20 Premier League teams voted against Arsene Wenger's asinine idea of having a World Cup every two years. I just Real think dumb. that's so, super, stupid. Who is it? Was Van Dyke? I think Van Dyke came out. He's like, yeah, you can just tell that they. Was it Courtois also said this, but I think it was Van Dyke more recently. He's like, yeah, you just can tell that they don't care about us, like us being the players. They just want us to play as much as they possibly can. They're making up tournaments, so we'll play. They made up the Nations League. They just pulled it out of their butt just so they can like sell TV rights. Yeah, it's brutal. No one cares about that. Speaking of TV rights. Oh yeah, tell me about the thing you're the CBS. I read, NBC? I read CBS, NBC, ESPN are all vying for those Premier League rights for the next uh, whenever the NBC contract runs up. I think it's after next year, and uh, they're in the con- they're like in negotiations. I think they're trying to Premier League is like um, accepting bids like now for uh, who gets the rights, and it's going to be obviously the t- it's going to be more than what NBC paid last time, and one that means more pr- more money for Premier League teams. The top teams won't matter as much because they're already, you know. But for the bottom teams, it's a pretty big deal. It's a big deal for the league just in general. Yeah, a big deal for the league. And uh, honestly, NBC, the whole Peacock thing kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but I don't want it to be on CBS, in my opinion, because Paramount Plus is annoying. Paramount Plus is annoying. It's real annoying. Uh, ESPN, actually, I think, you know, they have the Bundesliga and some La Liga right now, and I think they're looking to, and ESPN's a much bigger global brand. I think they could do a really good job. I think ESPN could could eventually. I could see ESPN getting it just because they have the money, they have the that whole Disney backing, you know. And I would prefer ESPN to get it. I think I really like their pundits. And something I was telling you is that when I was in Colombia recently, their Colombian ESPN soccer like Sunday, Saturday, and Sunday morning team is phenomenal. Yeah. So the, each country literally has their own like you know ESPN Chile, ESPN Argentina. 
ESPN, whatever, as far as I can see. And they were awesome. Like, their punditry was good. It was, like, really good analysis. It wasn't like sometimes where I feel like I'm watching NBC or CBS and they just pull out these old players and they're just talking out their ass. Like, I don't mind Clint Dempsey talking about the MLS, the Premier League, or the U.S. national team, but sometimes they'll throw him on, like, other, they'll be like the Bundesliga or some shit, or, or something he's just out of his depth. I'm like, you know, flexing fame and flexing, like, old players at some point. Like, not all great players are good coaches and good pundits, period. And I sometimes feel like they're putting in square holes and round pegs. Yeah, I, I think Square ESP- holes and round pegs. Square pegs and round holes. Yeah, that's right. English. What a language. <laughs> you, uh... I caught you off surprise there, didn't I? Boy, boy, oh boy, <laughs> boy, oh boy. I, I, uh, I'm not like a big Disney guy. Obviously, I don't think that like it's a great company. It's generally pretty evil. Uh, <laughs> Speak on it, Jeff. <laughs> I don't know, but father they, of three, they do. Disney is the Antichrist. <laughs> Yeah, I got some strong opinions on Disney. Yeah. Why don't you speak on it? But I am a, I am a Disney Plus uh, subscriber. Why? Dude, I really hate Jeff Bezos, but I love my Amazon. <laughs> yeah. That's what you just said. <laughs> I didn't say that. You, in as many words. What I you hate said. Elon Musk, but I got a Tesla. I hate Elon, but I love my Tesla. <laughs> but uh, I think ESPN could could do a pretty good job. I, I'm not like... it's. I think the NBC and Paramount, or NBC and CBS coverage would be very like hodgepodge like it is now with like you got games on uh nbc sn nbc sports network then you got games on fucking games on like uh what is it what's channel 35 whatever that's usa usa and then they have also on the peacock peacock nbc nbc sn usa and then when cbs would do the champions league sometimes they'd have one on cbs and they'd also throw one over the tnt somehow it's just such a shit show for but us. For us, as the U.S. spectator, the U.S. I, audience, I have taken a liking to because CBS and Paramount Plus has Champions League. You can watch the Golazo show, and you can basically—it's like the red zone for uh, for <laughs> Champions League. <laughs> and like any time, you know, there'll be in Champions League games is like six games going on at once, and you like they'll have all. No, I hate games it. Up. You love it. I hate uh, it. It's so you, annoying. It's just like. You're like watching something. It's like goal, goal, goal. Because all it does is show you the goal. It goals. goes you to the goal. It doesn't it show goes in, you to the goal. It goals you to the goalazos. <laughs> no, it just hit the blunt, takes you dude. to the game after the goal has been scored, and it shows you the build up to the goal. Yeah, I know, but it, it doesn't just, like like have like some algorithm where it predicts like when. No, like, I know it doesn't because otherwise they'd be onto bigger things called sports betting. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just, I, I just want to watch the flow of the game. I want to be. You're, I, I want to get into the flow. I, I, I remember there was a the game. There was a zero zero game. What was the game that was like zero zero? And you're like, this game's amazing. It's so great. I'm like, gouge my eyes out. This game. Yeah, sucks. and then it didn't end zero zero. And there was like three goals at the end. You're yeah. like, yeah, it was a pretty lit game. That we got lit when they started scoring. You're such a bum. <laughs> you're such a bum. Some of the best games in history have been zero zero ties. As soon as I started talking shit about the game, at this game, yeah, you were just like, I hate this. This is why I hate this shit. And then it was like back heel goals, bicycle kicks, like worldies <laughs> from thirty out. Goalies getting red car because he like stone cold elbowed some dude. Like <laughs> either way, that's the uh, that's that's the whole thing with the Premier League rights. I would like to see a little change, a little switch it up. Uh, maybe that's what I care for more. Is that like if I knew all the Premier League games were going to be on this app, ESPN Plus or whatever, I would buy ESPN Plus tomorrow. I wouldn't even think about it. 
but mm. they've never been able to get that together. Because some will be on Peacock, some will be on NBC. No, 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 no. Some will be on NBC. I will say that if it's on ESPN, I'm. Sh- I think the way that they would do it would would be if you got an ESPN Plus membership, you would just be able to watch all the games. That's what I'm saying. But I've been waiting for that one-off where I know I can watch all the games of from the Premier League just on one thing. Because okay. I'm saying like right now it's like NBC, NBC, I know, but SM, at the, and Peacock. But at the very least, if you have like a Comcast subscription, and I know Comcast sucks, you can watch every like you can conceivably put on every game. I know it's not convenient. You can, you can. But we're but in it's the better than Ingl- the. But in we're England. in the cut the cord. Yes. Generation. True. And a lot of people don't have cable. And a lot of people... And I just yeah. have my phone where I want to stream. Sure. So when it's on NBC or NBCSN, unless I come to your house or go to my parents' house, I can't watch it. And that's mm. why I'm just like, it just all needs to be streaming. It's 2021. It all needs to be streaming. It needs to be streaming. Like, I'm waiting for Netflix to come in because they have billions and be like, yo, we want the prem done. And they just have... they have, Like, when Netflix gets into streaming, it's a freaking wrap but for yeah, all these yeah, yeah, jamokes, no, but I, dude. No, 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 no. I don't think Netflix has the cash. Netflix has doesn't have nearly as much money as Disney. Okay, well, Disney's got that frozen money. <laughs> <laughs> they got that frozen they got that money. Elsa money. <laughs> they got that. If you haven't seen Frozen, get with it. Uh, Liddy. It is true. They do. They, I think that's and that's why I think Netflix ESPN's has, gonna get Netflix it. got money though, dude. They got billies. No, no, no. I think ESPN. I think do, I'm, I'm not gonna argue that money. Disney doesn't. Have, I don't think has they're less in the, money. I, I also don't think they're they're ready. They're, they're not in the race for that. That's not their. They're not in the race yet, but I'm saying if they ever decided to. But they would have to go create a whole new no, they thing. Yes. No, they yes, they would. They just put it on their thing and they call it streaming and it's sports. Yeah, and it's but the that, League. you got to understand, NBC has their own pundits. NBC has their own. You don't think Netflix couldn't pull that out of their butt super no, quickly if they I wanted don't. to? I don't think they could do it. I totally think they could. What are they going to just hire all the people that got well, fired from NBC. Yeah. <laughs> Once those people are out of contract, <laughs> they're gonna true. go they're gonna go clean That's them fair. up. But they still have to put together it's ESPN like a whole is a healthy rotation and they could just go get a bunch of old players and coaches like the there's still need, there's still some inf- in there. there's still some infrastructure things they would have to like deal with. Some infrastructure things. Yeah. Yeah Netflix is really gonna be bankrupt by building a million dollar studio. <laughs> Dude you're just so deep in the Disney lore you can't see how ESPN, C B S and uh, NBC, NBC are all set already set up for it. I think they're those are the three that are gonna bid. I don't think Netflix is gonna quite get in there. You know, Hulu. But has maybe you should sports. go pitch it to them. Maybe you should go pitch it to Netflix. I they're probably already thought about it. They're probably pissed that Hulu beat them to it and have. Plus, that. they're getting that Squid Game money. That that Squid Game money is deep money. Yeah, that shit's lit. Yeah. If you haven't seen Squid Game, also you should watch it. And Jeff, you haven't even seen it. You bum. I'm a bum. All right, we're not even gonna get into the Netflix let's go discussion, on, let's go dude. So Jarrett, uh, a few weeks ago, <laughs> before he left, going. before he left, before he left for Columbia, Je- uh, my wife and I were watching Sex Education, lit show, good show. If you haven't seen Sex Education, you need to watch it's it. It's very good. It's very good. Uh, don't be a prude. Just watch the show. Open your eyes. Or Get watch woke. it with your eyes closed. Or watch it with your eyes closed. Listen to the noises. Different vibe. <laughs> but uh, I said to Jarrett, we're watching the show. It's really good. We're in season one. You should watch it. Jared doesn't like he's not one of, he's not to be influenced by anybody else. He needs to be he needs to he needs to experience things organically. <laughs> I knew you were gonna use that word. So he didn't make he didn't say and I will give him credit, he didn't make any um he didn't deny that the show was good. He didn't say, Oh, I'm gonna watch it. He just kinda stayed neutral on it. He just was like uh, he he heard me, he processed it and decided <laughs> not to do nothing with it. 
He gets back from Columbia and he goes, dude, yeah, Sex Education is a great show. I really think that it's a great show and uh, it's really lit. Like, he was informing me that this show was good. Like, I didn't already know. And then he goes, what season you on? Where are you? I'm like, I'm in season three. And he's like, oh, I'm still in season two. I still am on season two. He's watching it with his um, his lady friend. So my lady friend. He can't. Uh, he can't cheat on her. In I the can't. Sense. If I get more than an episode ahead, there's problems. Yeah, you can't do that. Can't do that. Anyways, back to soccer. It's <laughs> a little tangent. It's a little, a little, a little minor Netflix tangent for all you out there who have. Uh, but anyways, you got to watch on Netflix. Sex Education. Just absolutely phenomenal. So, also, right now, Mexico and Canada are playing, and they're playing in, like, inches of snow. You know, they cleared the field off, but the field is definitely frozen. It's going to be a cold game. Because the U.S. and Jamaica tied, we want a Canada and Mexico tie. So, Max lost points at the top, and then we'll... I think we'll still stay in first, maybe on goal differential. But let's look ahead at next week on Zipram. So, the Prem fires back up on this Saturday. Oh, I got one more thing to say. One more thing to say. One more thing to say about the Prem. Get back on track. There are now four new managers in the Prem. Do you want to call them out while we go through the games? Uh, Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. So four new managers. We'll call them out as we go through the games. Hit me. The first game is actually a really nice one because Chelsea needs to get back on track after we should have beat Burnley 35 to nothing, but we only tied 1-1. Awesome. Everyone's excited. Leicester City, Chelsea. 7.30 Saturday. I will be getting up early to watch this game. Chelsea had a lot of international players go out. I don't think there were any injuries. That's good. I don't think Leicester had too many internationals going, so they got some extra. Not that I know. Of. Training in a little wind sprints. Extra couple, recovery. Couple wins. Couple recovery. B. Raj has them on recovery this plan. This game is going to be the king power, and Leicester need this win more than Chelsea do. Absolutely. I still think Chelsea win this. I think it's going to be a boring game. I think it's going to be one nothing Chelsea. Agree. We, we just haven't been, we haven't been scoring like I think we need to be scoring against the more competitive teams. Yeah, we need you need uh, you need <laughs> Lukaku to uh, score some goals, but I think he's still hurt. Either way, it's going to be Kai Havertz, maybe Pulisic. Pulisic might be back. He's going to be hopefully back because that would be sweet. Got some got some minutes. He got some minutes. Came in off the bench, scored five minutes after being subbed on against Mexico. Just looked great. If you didn't get his man in the mirror tee. It's because Memo Ochoa said the U.S. What is it? No, Mexico is the mirror that the U.S. looks at when they're trying to figure out like who they want to be. He basically said this really like stupidly poetic thing in Spanish for no reason other than to just be a douche. Be, yeah. So then when Christian scored, he had the T-shirt that said "Man in the Mirror," which and, was just uh, amazing. He scored um, on a header, and he's five like three, which that should never happen. He's five two with heels, but he scored a header. It was a nice goal. If you're going to score ahead, I got to do it against Mexico and take advantage. Even though their back lines, the CCVs are pretty big. So I got one nothing Chelsea. Do you agree? Yeah, it's going to be boring. Chelsea well, doesn't give up goals. I just don't see the. Lessons we really more. don't really give up too many goals. Next game is going to be a nice one because you got the team that I still think is hitting a little bit above the weight. Only like two positions above. So you have West Ham and Wolves. What do you think on that one? And Ooh. I will tell you. It I want Wolves po- to win. It's been I, played I, at the Molyneux. I think I, Wolves have actually been playing a lot better. I, you know. I want Wolves one nothing. It's at Molyneux. Score, one nothing. One nothing. I know when you go two one because West Ham scores goals, dude. They They scored three against Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two one. That's fair. Yeah, I think it's be two one. I, I, I want. I'm, I'm optimistic that Wolves will pull it out of their butt. Two to one. 
2-1. The next one is Watford Manchester United. Watford is currently sitting right above relegation in 17. And Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is not one of the new... He's not. He's still there. He's still at Man United. He's, they have no plans of getting rid of... No, he's he's going to... I don't see... He's sticking around. I think he's going to be around the whole season at this point. Yeah, he's going to be around. Unless if, I mean, they, if they can get If they get beat like 5 nothing and he's still around... In a... In, if they don't qualify for the Champions Darby. League and they lose to Watford and other things happen, then yeah, he will be asked to lose. Or he didn't lose five nothing in a Derby, lost two nothing in a Derby. But either way, it could have been like seven nothing. It could have been that bad. It was city really bad. team. If it wasn't for David de Gea, that city team would have scored four or five goals, easy. Fair. I got a tie in this game. It's at Vicarage. I'm not really like. <laughs> you really don't think United can beat Watford, dude? United's just like. They're pretty. They're pretty. They bad. just ride on Ronaldo, yeah. dude. They're not like they didn't even. I watched. I wasn't able to see the full game. That city, so you know, you watch the highlights. There's not even like it's just all city. Yeah, I, it's, I'm just it's not, Ronaldo vibes. It, it's, that's all it is. It's Ronaldo vibes. It's I, Ronaldo I've vibes. got I've got one one, and I'd love them to do a tie. Yeah, I'd love to see a tie. I'd love to see a I'd love to see a one one tie. But I think it's going to be two to one. I still wa- think Watford will score, but I think United will pull it out. Okay. The next game we have Norwich and although, Southampton. Although I will say that Pogba is hurt and he's going to be out for like a month. He's going to be out. He hurt himself in French. Maybe might get some minutes. Van but free Van de Beek because I heard that he probably will going to move, and it's probably not going to be to a Premier League club. But in January he'll going to move. God, I hope he gets a move just for like the gods of football. The dude wants to play the sport. Let him freaking play. Yeah. Oh, denied his, the, his transfer move to Everton for Everton, which I saw today. And, and he's like, he's rem- played like 150 minutes since that, out of including in, yeah, including like uh, cup games and stuff. Like that's brutal. Like no, that's including training. That's including warm-ups. <laughs> oh, he doesn't even let him run and train. He's no. like, you sit. You don't move. Dude. So the next game is Norwich and Southampton. And here you can talk here about we go. New, new coaches. Daniel Fark. Sparks? Daniel Farks. I don't know how to. I never know how he to pronounce fired. names. He got fired. He got fired after they won their first game. After Norwich, <laughs> Norwich finally got their first W, the they asked him to leave. That's and really dark. Like, if you're really that coach, dark. he's just been trying all season. He's like, dude, my chips are down. I, got I lost my best player from last season to, like to Tottenham. Competitive MLS team out here. I'm taking them <laughs> like every which way. Finally get a dub. He's pumped. He goes back in, slams the whiteboard that says like win today. And then the board's like, see you, buddy. He goes, he he leaves the locker room for a minute. He comes back to his, his desk and there's a pink slip on it. Rough. Geesh. Somebody, some of the little gnome snuck in there, put the pink slip on his desk and he got out of there but anyway they hired dean smith brought him in i think it's fine dean smith's an undertaker because norwich is getting relegated no matter what so fine. he knows it so this game is norwich for southampton southampton sitting in 13th i got southampton one nothing i'm really not feeling a lot of goals i don't know after the I'm international feeling, break i'm not feeling southampton just in general in general <laughs> i mean i call them to get relegated i don't think they will at this point i think their teams are way worse like newcastle Hachi machi. Do you think uh, one nothing <laughs> is legit for Southampton to win? My God, Jeff, <laughs> that was brutal. That was brutal. I'm thinking about Newcastle, just their back line. That's Can you I'm focus on Southampton and Norwich? <laughs> I can't even think. That's they're so bad. <laughs> yeah, you like blacked out. Blacked All right, we're going to the next game. I don't even care about your thing. Uh, yeah, I think Southampton will win. Low scoring game, one nothing. God damn it. All right. All right. Next game, Newcastle Brentford. Here, Jeff, you can talk about new coaches again. Newcastle United. They had sacked their coach, I think, before we even, before the international break, long yes. before. Steve long Bruce was sacked Steve before Steve he was Bruce. appointed. <laughs> <laughs> They're so bad, but they did get Mister Bournemouth himself, Eddie Howe. Good old E Howe, and uh, 
I think Eddie Howe sees the writing on the wall. <laughs> that Saudi money. <laughs> this is really. Uh, I don't even know why they like. Like big players aren't going to go play for Eddie Howe, so no. he's just there to the summer, and then the summer they're going to get someone new. Summer they're going to yeah. get Mancini when Italy doesn't qualify for the World Cup. <laughs> Legitimately, like I've said it now, it's been said on the pod. Fair. I've got this game Brentford winning one nothing. Once again, I'm going. Eddie Howe's there just to keep them in the Premier League. Yeah, but right now they're sitting 19th, and they're negative 12 goal differential. So I've still got Brentford winning this game. Oh, sorry, for sure. Sorry, Ed. I'm really hoping uh, uh, Tony like scores a goal or two, but every time I want him to score and I start him in fantasy, he doesn't score. So I still think they're going to win. They got they're pretty good. Do you like my score prediction? Two to one. One nothing. Oh no, I think they win. Two to one. Okay, two to one. I'll go. I mean, one goal. Yeah. The next game is Burnley Crystal Palace. This is at Turf Moor. Come on down for your turf. Crystal Moore. Palace is playing pretty well. I think they got a they got some ballers. They got Zaha scored a goal finally. Actually, he's got like four goals. But Crystal, Crystal Palace is going to win this game. Yeah, yeah, they're good. two nothing. You got Connor Gallagher. Even though they're away, and Burnley just tied Chelsea. Connor Gallagher gets loaned to Crystal Palace. Ball, he's balling these days. Makes the English national team. Just got called up. First cap. Pretty and good. And Smith Rowe got a first cap. Pretty good. Two nothing. Yeah, that's good. Next game is Aston Villa, Brighton Hove. You can talk about a new coach. Go. Who? Steven Gerrard makes his debut coaching premiere this weekend. Uh, he's the Rangers coach for a while. Won a bunch of Rangers, uh, whatever they call them up there. Scottish Cups. Is that what they call them up there? I guess. The Scottish Premier League. Scottish Premier they League. They went undefeated, which is really impressive. That's and they impressive. ended what would have been Celtics' 10 years running of winning that league. So they didn't allow them to get double digits in a row, which is pretty cool. Stevie G back in the Prem at Aston Villa. He looked he looked uh, very sharp in his in his um, training attire. Looks good in purple. He he hasn't gained any weight. It looks like. I mean, maybe it's just some weight, but like he looks. I trim. wonder if he'll just like play for Aston Villa at this point. Yeah, I mean, I've been dying to have a player prem, coach. A prem player coach. I've been dying. Yeah, it's a little, it's a fad. Yeah. Anyways, I got uh, Brighton Hove winning this two nothing. I think Brighton Hove is hitting above their weight. I think it's going to be a one one tie. Next game, Liverpool Arsenal. If mm. Arsenal win this game, I get worried about the bet I have with John Scheimer. I do too. However. This game will be played at Anfield. Liverpool are coming off a loss at Hammers. They're going to win this game for nothing. I would love to hear it. For nothing. This is one two where I say, "Oh, we should probably bet," and it will probably be for nothing. So, I'm going to go for nothing. It's at Anfield. I'm going to go 3 to 1. That's cute. But I still think Liverpool's going to smash. So, let's go to the next game, which is Manchester City Everton. This game will be played at the Etihad. City is coming off a win at the Derby. They're just in better form right now than Everton. And it's at the Etihad. I'm going to go 3-1 to one City. Agree. Everton couldn't even score a goal against Spurs. Eesh. Eesh. But Richarlson's back. That's nice. Yeah. And the last game of the week is none other than your two teams, your side chick and your main chick. That being Leeds and Tottenham. And the game will be played at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. What do you got in as many words? 2,000 words or less, Jeff. Tell me about your Spurs. Spurs are set up in that 3-5-2, and they're going to dominate Leeds in the you worst so? way. Oh, yeah. It will be. It won't be close. Leeds are in some poor form. They got some. They got a bunch of players out uh, still injured. They got a, they ha- I, I got to commend them. They 
they play their academy players, and you know that's admirable. But they're just not as good as Spurs. I don't I, I, even Spurs right now are with Kane in, in bad Premier League form and Son obviously not being able to play well unless Kane's playing well. Uh, they still have you know a decent back line with Romero and Dyer and. Now I guess Dave Davis is Davies played is playing well. He scored a goal and is playing for Wales. And I, don't know, I think he's the preferred guy. They, he Conte likes to have a left-footed uh, left center back when the three-five-two. Uh, Regulon has been getting some extra time with Conte. Uh, I'm sure Royale. No, Royale went on the international duty with Brazil, but Regulon is the one that needs to find his groove in that wing-back position. So what's the score? Bergwin scored today. Bergwin scored and Holland qualified off that goal. Sick. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't even getting a call-up and suddenly he's now he's on the team, but he doesn't play for... He doesn't even start at Spurs. Uh, who knows? What's the score? I'm going to go one nothing. I don't think Spurs are like... <laughs> you said they were going to destroy them. Yeah, it was not, it's going to be a high... Like, they're going to have a lot of possession and they're not going to... I don't think Leeds are going to have that many chances, but... I mean, I mean they do a counterattacking. I'm going 2-1 Spurs. Counterattacking. Spurs defense is always good for a like a set piece goal. Good for a giggle. Good for a nice like Sanchez falling in his face type of thing. Good for a knee slap. Yeah. I'm going 2-1 because Spurs is in ninth, Leeds is in 15th. What if Kane suddenly like just finds himself? He could. I mean, he needs to find form one eventually. He needs to get out of Spurs. You guys both have the same goal differential at negative seven, which is a little <laughs> ominous. Yeah, spit your drink out, Jeff. <laughs> We're gonna get that back up to zero. We're gonna try to move that the the dial up back up. I think that that's got to be Conte's first thing. He probably like puts that up, and he's like, "We just need to get back to back to good." Yep. And with that, we're gonna look at the fantasy super quick. Jamie Becker is still in first. Mac Bruce is right behind him. Mitch is right behind Mac Bruce. Jeff, you're in sixth. I'm in tenth. Yeah, but I'm spitting distance to fourth. Let me see about that. Spitting oh, dude, distance. You're, yeah, you're five points behind. Yeah, see? Anything could happen. Oh, Will Hayden has really come up with Mill City. The, You know what? I'm glad the fantasy this year is on fire. And Oz is in eighth. I am five points behind Oz. So either Oz isn't trying or the league's gotten better. I, I'm I'm trying. I'll say that. I'm trying. I'm not, I'm not doing is what? Is Jamie Becker trying or did he just pick like the team of the season? Based on his Instagram, he's like he's traveling the world. He's he's balling on oh, hard. Oh, he's not trying. He had Cancelo on the bench and he got 14 points. Yeah, he's he not trying. More, he's just he lucky. had literally this is how many points Jamie Becker had on the bench. He had uh 16 27. He had 36 points on the bench last last game and he's still in first. That's incredible. 36 on the bench. Yeah, that means it's this league is ripe for the taking if Jamie Becker's not paying attention. But he's still at the top. But it, maybe he's like a sleeper. I feel like Mac is trying. I feel like Mac like reads Matt, books. and he's, like He's studying hard. Yeah, he's like literate and shit. So that's yeah. that's cute. Ooh, Mac's team's nice. I just love how Mac rocks St. Maximin, and he's not even a Newcastle fan. St. Maximin is just deep in the streets. Just dribble all day. No passes. I had him on my team for a while, and I, just gave, I, I couldn't deal with it. It's Too a lot. Streaky. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. If you Foster last week had eleven as a goalkeeper, I know he I saved the penalty, right? Too. Yeah, he just yeah. had like a phenomenal game. Well, I think that's it. Coming up to week twelve this week, it's gonna be a good week. I'm just excited to to watch some football, not see this these weird international games. Yeah, and on that note, let's go up and watch the uh, Mexico Canada Frozen game. Ice Bowl. Elsa. Ice Bowl. Ciao. Ciao. Thanks for listening to the Boys and Bolos podcast. 
You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, Twitch, at Boys and Bolos. If you'd like to be a guest, please reach out. You can hit us on any of the social media accounts that Jeff just mentioned or email us directly at boysandbolos at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and see you next time.